We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Final 10 seconds at Toyota Center. Knicks beginning a long trek tonight. Fell behind briefly. But we're so good again from three. Made 18 on the night. Brooks makes that one. But the Knicks win it. In Houston, Randall with 31, final score 122-97. The Knickerbockers hold another opponent under 100 in the win tonight. Prodigious Nick Vince Rose leading them with 24, IQ with 13. Knicks winning and grinning now, folks. All right. That was fun. I could get used to that. I could get used to that. All right, uh, the Knicks win by a final score of, um, I don't fucking know. They won by 27 points. Um, before I talk about Julius Randle, and um, we're going to talk about Julius Randle, let me just say it was incredibly, incredibly, incredibly refreshing to have the Knicks come out tonight and do what they were supposed to do against this shitty team. And all due respect to the Rockets, they're a shitty team. They did beat the Bucks the other night. Um, Bucks had uh, didn't have Giannis Antetokounmpo for that game. He left in the first minute, but they still won. You know, so you know they're an NBA team. They could do some stuff. Not tonight, though. Um, the Knicks absolutely put their foot down, and you know it's like this is what good teams do. And the days of us questioning whether or not the Knicks are a good team are over. Um, the Knicks are a good team. They're not a, a great team yet, um, despite the fact that they were the best team in the NBA, by net rating at least, in the month of April. I'm still not willing to go ahead and say that they're a great team because to me, if you're a great team, it means you can win a championship. Do I think that this Knicks team can win a championship? Probably not. <laughs> um, not as currently constructed. They need another piece. That said, Harry Donert 
first comment in the super chat. Of course, no comment. It's just you contributing. Thank you so much. Um, that said, they're really, really, really good. And they're really dangerous. And I don't think anyone's going to want to play them. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Brooklyn. I don't care if you're Philly. I don't care if you're Milwaukee. Um, I think you are, if you're a team that hopes to um, win a championship this year, I think you would much rather have your road to that championship not, not contain a matchup with the New York Knicks because you're not going to be able to fuck around. And you're going to have to be tuned up for every game. And it's just, that's what it's going to be. David Futternick, you're my hero. Julius Randle for president, why not? So here's the one thing I will say about the great team conversation. I don't think they're a great team yet because great teams have two guys on it that can get their bucket really whenever they want. And um, some of them have three. You need at least two. The Knicks right now have one. However, I think the guy that we got, has entered the conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Ravi Mehta. I have nothing to say. I'm just happy. I'm just happy, too. This is it's happy times. It's happy times. Uh, we're all William World Wide West. Um, he has entered the conversation for a guy that can be... I'm going to say it. He's entered the conversation for a guy that can be the best player on a championship team. And I'm going to say that because I don't know what else he has to do that he hasn't done already to enter that conversation. He is his perimeter game right now, you know, for, a, for, for put aside the guards, put aside your dames, put aside your steps. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody. Luke is one of one. Luke is, you know, going to be the best player in the league for the next 10 years. Put aside Luca in terms of all of the wings in the league. All the, all the wings, big wings, small wings, medium wings, whatever. Where's the guy – Like, and again, LeBron own conversation. He's greatest, second greatest player of all time, whatever. In terms of all of the other guys, like what else is Jay, does Julius Randle need to show us that he belongs in that conversation? Because if he could do anything else, I don't know what it is. He is passing the ball as well as you can pass the ball for a wing. He is shooting the ball as well as you can shoot the ball for a wing. He is he's a beast around the basket still, even though we don't see it anymore. We saw it a couple times tonight. I just I don't know what else we're supposed to wait and see. And the, the most improved player conversation, that's over. All due respect to Michael Porter Jr. making a late push. Um, he, he, Julius Randle already won the most improved player conversation. Now it turns to the MVP conversation, and I will preface this by saying there is no real MVP conversation because Nikolic is the MVP. He's going to win the MVP. It honestly should be one of the, the votes in NBA history that is, is closer to unanimous than not um, because he's been that good and he's that far and away above everybody else. But after you get past Jokic – I want to have the Julius Randle conversation in terms of does he go second, third, fourth, fifth on your ballot? He belongs there somewhere. I'm going to make the case in a second. First, I want to get some of our Super Chat comments. 
Greg Film Stuff, do you regret the Knicks not going after Kevin Porter Jr. since we could have gotten him for pennies? Also, do you think people have overblown this Western road trip? No, I don't think we you've overblown the Western road trip because um, I think the four teams that they end the trip with are arguably four of the top five or six teams in the league. And no, I'm glad they didn't go uh, get Kevin Porter Jr. I think uh, aside from Julius Randle, chemistry is the MVP on this Nick team. And I don't want to fuck with that. So um, good question. But um, I am I'm very, very happy with with where we are at in terms of the players that are on our roster. And yes, that means I would rather have Theo Pinson than Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, might sound insane, but I would. Um, Stevens Giamme, great win. Did they, uh, they did what they were supposed to do. Watching Elf play makes me want to wake up and choose. <laughs> I said this on the, on the halftime zoom. He took three shots in the, within five or six feet of the basket in, in the first half. And he didn't hit ring on, rim on a single one of them. Two got blocked. One was an air ball. It's tough to do. Um, they're, you know, whatever. What do you want to say? They're, they're much better with Alfred Payton on the floor, off the floor, rather off the floor. Um, and I'll have some numbers to back that up in tomorrow's newsletter, which check out. It's free for everybody. It's the free Monday edition. So if you're not subscribed to the Knicks Film School newsletter, at least subscribe for the free edition because you're going to have some good stats in there tomorrow, uh, mostly by Julius Randle. Al Diddy, thank you for your contribution. Macri, your content is great. Thank you, Al Diddy. Um, we're a great team. I was at the Suns game on Monday, and we showed them that we're a force. Let's go. Let's go, baby. I agree. We're a force. No, None of the good teams, none of the great teams want to see us. Kelsey Steele, Obi looks so hesitant when he drives to the basket, overthinking times 100 right now in those plays. I don't think he's overthinking it as much as he was in the beginning of the year. He is still overthinking it a little bit. Once he learns to commit, um, watch out. I agree. I think Obi's going to be fine. I've been really encouraged by what we've seen from Obi the last few weeks. I've talked about that on post games. Um, Obi's going to be fine. It's, we're not going to see it really this year, but he'll be fine. And Kevin is a bust. I'm going to just politely move on because I don't want to, I don't want to crap on Kevin Knox. I feel bad for Kevin Knox. This organization did him wrong um, before this crew ever got there. Kane Marco, the Knicks are giving me 99 Knicks vibes. How you doing? I'm ready to bet the house on us in the Eastern conference finals. Um, Again, you know, look, let's see what happens. I don't know whether we're going to be the four, four seed, five seed, six seed Celtics lost tonight. That's great. Heat won, unfortunately, um, there are two Celtics Heat games coming up in a row. Uh, I'm going to be really – I'm going to think long and hard about who we're going to root for for those games. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, but I'm feeling good about a top, about a playoff berth, top six. Jose Rodriguez, are the Bucks better than us? And I feel like Derek Rose and quickly can get a bucket when it matters. Um, you are what your record is at this point. I think the Bucks have a higher ceiling because they they have more talent. They have more top-end talent. Um, I do not think they have more depth. Um, you know, after their first three guys, I don't have a ton of faith in any of those dudes, but I have such immense respect for Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. And, and Giannis Antetokounmpo is an alien. We just haven't really seen him figure it out all the way yet. I don't know if he's going to figure it out in the playoffs, but I do trust Tibbs uh, to have a game plan to, you know, do something against Giannis. They're not going to let him run rampant. Or if they do let him run rampant, they're going to make sure they hone in on those other guys. Point is, I think Tibbs is the better coach in that series. And I don't think the talent discrepancy is so great top to bottom that we should be ruled out. I, I'm very excited to see that series um, if if and when it should transpire. 
And last super chat before I get to my uh, Julius Randle. Con- Actually, no, we got one more. Before I get to my Julius Randle MVP conversation. Obvious thing we're missing from Julius's resume. Um, big time playoff showing. Bernard King used to slay the Celtics, which cemented him as a legend in New York. We'll see what he does. Um, we'll see what he does. He hasn't been to the playoffs, so we don't know. And C.T. Pittman, of course, my man C.T. Pittman. How you feeling if Nerlens is out tomorrow night? Taj and Pell will have it tougher as Valanchunas. Yeah, you know what? Um, that's going to be tough if Noel is out. That said, I'm not sure I have a ton of faith in in Noel against Valanchunas, and that's obviously no shade on Noel. Valanchunas is just – he is a fucking hog, man. That dude. I mean, he. I. I. I think we were probably going to see thirty minutes of Taj, regardless. Um, you know what? If Noel's out, why not give Julius a run at the five? Um, I know they no longer need to do that to get the maximum amount of shooting that that they need on the floor on the floor. But um, I, I, you know, because I just Val is big. But Julius is big, and Val doesn't. He he like Julius has has trouble with vertical threats. Um, so you know we'll see we'll see what happens. I wouldn't mind seeing Julius at the five, um, a little bit. But you know we'll hopefully no well plays. I'll just I'll just say that. All right, pulling up uh, Tibbs post game presser um, right now. See what we got. I don't think he's at the podium yet. Nope, not at the podium yet. Okay. Um, oh, we got one more super chat. Um, Jeremy Anselson, Macri, you're a legend. That being said, I saw a video of Mitch working out. Thank you, by the way, Jeremy. Um, any word on whether he has a chance of coming back for the Eastern Conference Finals? I, I think it's just a matter of comfort with him. I don't think they want to push him. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical um about whether they want to push him that's my that's my fear i think he could be in a place where he could physically give it a go but i'm not counting on it i'll just say that i'm not counting on it oh my god thibodeau is interrupting my julius randall conversation we'll get to julius in a second Um, big smile for Tim. Um, a big route tonight. What was the best part for you uh, watching uh, such a laugher like this? Well, I never felt like it was a laugher for us. It's the, the big thing was to play for 48 minutes. If you mess around with a, a team like that, they can score points in a hurry. They attack the basket. They're athletic. You know, if they start making threes on you, they can make up ground. So I was concerned about our reaction to the ball. He's not lying. Uh, if, you, if you don't get back and get set, it's going to be a problem. But uh, the third period, I thought uh, there was a point in the middle of the third where uh, Julius just took the game over and he gave us a, a cushion. And then we went from there and closed out the game well. We had a number of guys step up and, and play very well in the second half for us. Hey, Tom, is there any idea on uh, just, I guess, how severe it was with New Orleans and, and could he have come back if it wasn't, you know, if it was a closer game? I haven't had a chance to uh, talk to the trainers yet, so I'll see what it looks like and then we'll go from there. Okay. Thank you. 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 Th
Berman froze. Like, oh, there we go. They, they played a lot of zone. They did a lot of switching. Uh, they were swarming. But he's seen every type of defense all season long. So all the questions are by Julius, as they should be. Too, with the double team, he's got comfortable attacking zones. Uh, he, he really become very efficient uh, against the switch. So and you have to guard him all over the floor. So it's not where you can lock into him just in the post or at the elbow, or you got to defend him in pick and roll. You got to defend him as a ball handler. You got to defend him as a catch and shoot guy. So there's great versatility to his game, which puts a lot of pressure on the defense. Thank you, coach. Thanks. So I would have liked to ask coach, and maybe I will get a chance to, um, at a post-practice media session. Um, I'm going to get to the Super Chat comments in a second, by the way. Um, Whether Julius Randle belongs in the MVP conversation. Um, I wonder what he'd say. I don't know the answer. A couple of actually quick Super Chats. Uh, Forgotten NYC. Just (laughs) Forgotten NYC. Just came here to say, boy, oh, boy, those Knox minutes were tough. Yeah, I mean, they were. Uh, We got another another rough Knox uh, comment, uh, I think, above. The kid's not playing. I, I mean, it is what it is. I don't want to. I don't want to harp on it too much. Don Capacitti, I think Tibbs just answered your question about uh, Gibson starting and Pell getting big minutes. Um, again, I hope we see some Randall at the five, and then Michael Shane. IQ brings me so much joy when he has the ball. I think his teammates was really love playing with him too. The spacing difference is incredible. I think they do love playing with him. I think they admire his uh, chutzpah for a rookie, and I can yeah, hundred percent. He's my. Um, Julius is, is Julius, but I quickly might be my favorite Nick to watch this season. Um, okay. This stat has been said a few times that the only player in NBA history to put up a season with 24 points a game, 10 rebounds a game, and five assists a game thus far um, was Larry Bird. And Larry Bird did it in the, in at arguably the peak of Larry Bird's power. Sorry. He was uh, 42% from three, 42% from three. I'll throw that in there. If I forgot, if I said that it was the peak of Larry Bird's powers, he won MVP. Julius Randall is also putting up 24 points, 10 boards, five assists, 42% from three. He's obviously not going to win MVP, but I think it's worth noting. Larry Bird put up those three point shooting numbers. He made 57 threes. On the year, 57 threes or 56, 56, 57, something like that. Julius Randle after tonight is on pace to have three times as many made threes as Larry Bird did in that season. Obviously, the game has changed. The three-point shot is exponentially more of a weapon now than it was in the 80s. I'm not holding that against Larry Bird. but when you talk about the fact that he is a power forward that has stretched the floor to this extent and is commanding the offense to this extent, and he came in tonight, um, to tonight, averaging 5.9 assists per game. He got six assists tonight. I don't know if he's going to get to six assists for the season as far as an average. If he does... He's going to be at 24, 10, and 6. The only guys who have ever done that in the history of the league, 24, 10, and 6, 
have made it onto the top five of the MVP uh, at the end of the year. Most of them, or half of them, I think, or it's going to be more. most of them, once Jokic wins the MVP this year, have won MVP. Been a couple third-place finishes, and there's been a couple fifth-place finishes. All of them are in the top five. Again, 24, 10, and 6. You ju- There's a reason why those numbers matter, and it's because you don't see big guys who are able to play that role of a big man in an NBA offense, and defense for that matter, also run an offense, and then the stretching the floor part. So when you when you toss those things into it, and then you toss in the fact that this team was picked to finish last. They were picked to finish dead last. Dead last. 21 and a half wins. That's it. The, at this rate, there is a there is a possibility that they double, that they double their preseason expected win total, which is something that I believe that I believe um has only happened once in the last 10 years with the Suns, and they didn't make the playoffs. So, you know, and 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 look, we love all the guys on this Nick team. We love quickly, we love Bullock, we love RJ, we love uh Derek Rowe, we love all these guys. There's a reason their win total was projected to be what it was. And that's because there's not a lot of like surefire NBA talent on the team. It, it looks a lot better now. But the fact that he's done all this. And he's taken a team from point A to point wherever they are at now. I don't forget point B. They're like point Q. Um, I just think that needs to get a lot of credit. And I look, put aside Jokic for a second, in terms of your Embiid's missed a ton of games. I'll again, I'm gonna have this in the newsletter tomorrow. Um, go to my Twitter page if you're if you want to subscribe. Um, Embiid, Kawhi, Harden, LeBron. All four of those guys missed a ton of games. And I'm going to have specifics on it tomorrow. But if you look at history and you look at how many games those guys have missed, it kind of says that they shouldn't even be in the race. Now, I think Embiid's going to be in the race. Um, and then you look at, you know, some of the other, like the Mavs lost tonight, right? So if the Mavs don't get a top six seed, and I don't think they're in sixth, right? They, they're on the verge of getting a top, like, Again, precedent says MVPs come from top six seeds or guys who make the ballot come from top six seeds. Um, I just – I don't know what more you want. Um, he's done everything to deserve at least being on the ballot. You know, you get five names if you're a voter. So you want to tell me, all right, Jokic goes on there. You want to tell me Giannis has to go on there even though – Giannis has missed some games. Giannis has a lot of help. I would argue that the Bucs have disappointed this season. You want to tell me Giannis needs to be on there? Fine. Giannis needs to be on there. He's two-time defending champ. You want to tell me Lucas should be on there? We'll see how the Mavs do. Other than those guys, though, like, I'm sorry. I think what Julius Randle has given you in playing all but one game is more valuable to his team than what Joel Embiid has given the Sixers in missing 19 games, which is not nothing. So, look, um, we'll see what happens. I I don't think he's going to wind up in the top five. I don't think he's even going to probably wind up in the top six or seven. 
he'll get votes though. People will put him fifth. I think it's arguable that people will put him fourth. Um, we'll see what happens, but that's the case. The case is there for anybody who wants it. The case is there and you don't need to squint to look at it. You don't need, Oh, Chris Paul, I should mention also Chris Paul's arguably the best player on uh, what's probably going to wind up being the best team in the league. If that's the case, if they finish first, he should also, you know, get some votes as well. But again, Randall, if you want to look at Randall and Paul, there's an argument even against Paul. There's not a ton of guys that have um, under a 22 usage rate. And right now, Chris Paul is at, I think, 21.7 or 21.8. Not a ton of guys that have that low of a usage rate that have ever, forget about winning the award, that have ever even ended up on the ballot. You know, it all goes into in together. Usage, counting stats, efficiency, his, efficient, his effective field goal percentage is, again, off the charts. Um, okay, let me get back to the Super Chat. Well, we wait for, I'm assuming we're going to get Julius Randle. Um, great start. This is from ML Nair. What is the magic number for clinching no worse than sixth place in the East? We got a little ways to go. We're probably not going to get uh, to that point until the final three games, till the, till the homestand, if, if we indeed get there, which I think we will. Robert Cross, first time, not so long time. Uh, it's good to see you, Robert. How freaking good was the Derek Rose pickup? I'll hang up, eat chicken cutlets, and listen. That is the right move for you, Robert. Um, I think it's the most important. I mean, put put Harden aside. Um, putting Harden aside, I think it's the most important pickup of the season, considering how much they've won, considering how well they're doing, considering what they have at stake moving forward, and the possibility that they may, may actually get there. Um, I. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think it's the most important in-season pickup of the year besides uh, James Harden. Maybe, you know what, Aaron Gordon is pretty significant too, especially now that Jamal Murray went down. I'd put it probably neck and neck with Aaron Gordon. Although I think Derrick Rose is more important to the Knicks than Aaron Gordon is to the Nuggets. It's just that the Nuggets, I think you could argue, are still a contender. Um, and, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not sure the Knicks are. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. Am I forgetting anybody? No, I don't think so. Um, Andre Talmadge, we need a chicken cutlet shirt. I would love to give you a chicken cutlet shirt. Um, direct that uh, inquiry at our head of merchandise, uh, Jeremy Cohen. Um, he is a lovely human being, and he will be happy to um, create a shirt with a chicken cutlet on it, I'm sure. Zola J, buying or selling? Barrett and Randall are both all stars next season. Oh boy. 
you know, I, uh, oh, here's Derek. Um, fine. Um, you know, how well you've been playing down the stretch of this kind of condensed season. I know before the season you had mentioned you dropped some pounds and you were in really good shape. How much has that helped you um, as the season has gone along? I mean, it, it helped me out a lot. I mean, I appreciate that, bro, but it, it helped me out a lot. But um, I'm still trying to drop some pounds during COVID. Uh, I, I mean, I gained some weight. I was eating a little bit. And, um, now... Uh, I'm playing at around that time we had any practices. I'm trying to do extra um, conditioning things in practice, or whenever I get a chance to do my three minute runs, I do that so that I can lose like two or three more pounds. Steve Popper. Yes, you know, Houston obviously is a team that's struggling, but for you guys to come out on this first step of this trip and take care of business the way you did, what does that show about this team? I mean, um, we, we were fighting for something. We know that um, down the stretch, we want to be playing our best basketball and giving our best effort and playing with urgency. And um, we believe in one another. We know that um, we have a mission and uh, one common goal. So um, it's about just picking another person up, uh, coming together as a team, and just fighting. I mean, the team's players, they, they should know it's going to be a friendly game. And I love it because it reminds me of a little bit like the old school. Ian Bagley. Derek, you mentioned maybe wanting to shed a pound or two um, after coming off the COVID bout. But do you feel like since you've come back to now, is your is your rhythm all the way back? I mean, is it just your conditioning that has a little, little ways to go? Where are you with that stuff? I mean, I feel like my rhythm is getting there. I don't think that I'm totally back, but um, I'm pacing myself. I'm, I'm taking shots. I'm not taking crazy shots. I'm taking my shots, and um, they're giving me shots. They're giving me my three ball now. I feel like I can make the shots. He has been making my legs out to me a little bit more. It's an easy shot for me, especially when I'm taking my time. But um, I, I just got to keep playing, keep pushing myself, and um, my teammates, it's all with my teammates, bro. They allow me to play the way that I play. And I want to be playing this way and playing with this much freedom if and allow it. So I appreciate them more than anything. Mark Berman. Um, we saw you were chatting with Jeff Kornisek, uh, I guess, before the game. You know, obviously played with Oh, come on, anything. Mark. He was uh, conveying to you, it looked like he was. Uh, I'm giving you a little bit of a talk. Oh, yeah, he was just telling me about um, what they was going through this whole year with them having injuries almost the whole year, or being plagued by injuries almost the whole year. And uh, saying, like, you know, tonight he didn't know who was going to play. We didn't know who was going to play, too. Only everybody to be prepared, though. So, I mean, I've been on teams like this, bro, where uh, every night the lineup switches. Uh, Basically, you're in the countdown mode. You're just trying to figure things out. Countdown mode. We know countdown mode here. Mike Borkinoff. Hey, Derek, the last, like, 
five or so games, you've played 30 minutes each night except for all but one. Is that you just kind of saving yourself up for late in the season? Is this you wanting to kind of like build yourself up for this time or is it just coincidence? I mean, it's all it is. Uh, it's whatever they really the teams, whatever they want me to do, I'll go out there and play. It wasn't a set number or anything in the past. People were throwing out different numbers when we said if I would play. Mike Vorkin off minutes, cop. Um, that, um, I would get injured. I love you, Mike. Stories like that, which I didn't understand because in practice, you have an hour and a half practice, and I'm on my feet moving around and practicing for an hour and a half, two hours doing training camp and all that. And like they overlook the practice. Like how you look over, overlook me being on the court for an hour and a half, two hours in practice. But tell me I can play over twenty six minutes in the game. Like it makes no sense, especially with the way that I played. Now I'm not driving every time I change my game. So I feel like it was always an excuse. And now uh, to allow me to be out there, I don't pay attention to the minutes. You know, after the game, I mean to to all said, but. As long as we win, I don't care about Mike Vaccaro? Derek, it's no secret the challenges that await you on this road trip, but how are you guys approaching uh, playing all these good teams in a row now? One game at a time. You know, we're, we're taking it as a challenge. We know that every team, um, because of the new system with the playing games, we know that everybody's playing for something right now, so it's more teams playing for spots. So every every team or every game is going to be a tough game, almost like a playoff game. So if anything, this is what you want. You want to um, you, you want to be playing like I say, your best basketball, and you playing against elite players and uh, teams, and um, hopefully we take this momentum and uh, reach the post postseason with it. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. I, I thought that was a great response to I lo- and again I love Vork I'm I'm just kidding around with the minutes cop stuff, um, but it's a really good answer with for all the minutes, you know concerns out there, these guys, like will go out and practice hard, um, and like, you know, and and yet, I think on the whole, Tibbs has not been practicing a lot with this team and and Tibbs also talks constantly about how practice is different for every player and it depends on are they your heavy minute players or are they your older players so yeah I, I don't i'm not worried about the minute stuff let's get a couple more super chats um let's get a couple more super chats in here as i see my text uh my text chain going off here um Ravi Mehta. What's going on, Ravi? The SB should have a new award category named most underrated team of the year and give it to the Knicks out of principle. Um, hey, listen, ESPN is, I'm sure, going to make a lot of money off the Knicks in the coming months because um, we're the Knicks. So why not? James Chrysler clinched the 500 record. They did clinch a 500 record. How about that? Let's go, baby. On to Memphis. Shit. Man. I didn't even realize that. Higher heights, obviously. We got higher heights, setting our setting our heights higher, but um, that's pretty cool that we're a 500 team. It's pretty cool. We haven't been one in in eight years, so that's awesome. Um, we got a couple more in here, I know. Where's my? No, I think we got it. Okay, oh, here we go. Um, Greg Film Stuff again. Thank you, Greg. Uh, RJ has to convert one-on-one matchups at a consistent, almost automatic rate without a pass to become an all-star. I have no doubts that he could be that. Yeah, the only reason I was hesitating before is I don't know if it's going to come next year. I feel like R.J. Barrett's going to be an all-star at some point, 
in his career, and I think it's going to happen in his like early to mid twenties. To ask him to be an all star at twenty one years old, there's just not a lot of guys that have been all stars at twenty one years old throughout the history of the league. And you know, you saw a move um, tonight. Not to not to harp on something negative. It's obviously all positives tonight. But like he had uh, Jay Sean Tate on him in the corner. He put some dribble moves on him. Tried to take him inside. Jay Sean was like, "I'll take that," and he just he grabbed the ball, um, and that was that. Um, he like there's still a little bit of a because he doesn't have that athleticism that 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 burst um, in every situation. He has the the straight line drive burst, and we've seen that more and more over the course of the season. And and he had a beautiful move tonight off the top of the glass. Um, I forget who that was on, but like we've seen more and more of those types of moves from Barrett's, but. I think in in certain one-on-one situations, which, again, Greg is referencing here, we still see him get in those modes where he's, he doesn't quite have that in his bag. And, again, you're not we're not talking about being a top 50 player or a top 35 player. We're talking about being an all-star. Only 24 guys make the all-star team. So, what, you know, is this picking nits? Absolutely it's picking nits. But when you talk about from from good player to great player to all-star player – that's what you have to do. And I th- we're going to get there with RJ. Obviously, we're going to get there with RJ. It's just a matter of, is it going to come next year? Is it going to come in two years? Is it coming three years? You know, we'll see. Um, okay. Other um, – wait, I'm going to do uh, – I think – wait for one more interview because I have a feeling we're going to get Julius. And I've been getting some Julius questions in. So I feel I feel confident. But before we before that, um, let me see what else we got here. Um Carson Kalem, Macri, what high school did you go to in Staten Island? I went to Tottenville. Um, I didn't go to high school in Staten Island, um, Carson. I went to high school in Manhattan at a, a school on the Upper East Side called called Regis. And so I had to take the godforsaken ferry every day for four years, and it sucked. Um, and uh, I, I love my high school but I did not like taking the ferry. So you were probably much smarter for going to Tottenville than I was for getting on a boat every day, twice a day to go to high school. Um, Latrell Speedwell is the American dream. I'm going streaking. That's a fantastic idea. Um, Also says, I want to have Tibbs babies. Again, these are excellent ideas. Um, Jonas Plout, the national media TV is starting to lightly flirt with the idea of Julius and the MVP combo. They should be more than flirting. There should be some some heavy petting. We have an update, by the way, a live update. Um, x-rays on the sprained left ankle of uh, Nick Center Nerlens Noel were negative, and he'll be evaluated again on Monday, uh, source tells ESPN. So that is indeed good news. Doesn't mean he's going to be back right away, um, but, uh, you know, keep our fingers crossed. They need him. They need him. Nerland's been a big part of this team. He's been a big help. And uh, that's good news that the x-rays were negative. Uh, James Chrysler, Matry at Regis is the info I didn't know I needed. You did, It's probably info you didn't need, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, oh, we got Xavier guy in the house. JG. Okay. Xavier. I love it. Good stuff. One of my, uh, one of my mentors at Regis was the headmaster at Xavier for a while. Um, Matthew Weinstein, my partner, is a teacher at Regis. Tell him that I, uh, him or her, that I that I said hi. Um, 
I, I'm, I still, I, I, now we're talking about Regis on a Knicks uh, post game. I'm sure all of the people in here uh, appreciate this immensely. Um, so Charlie Koenig, uh, does this mean questionable for tomorrow? I, I, uh, I would be shocked if we saw New Orleans Noel tomorrow. Um, I would actually be shocked if we saw him this week. If the, the fact that they took x-rays on the ankle leads me to believe that this was not something he was walking off after the game. And it leads me to believe that he might be out for a few games. That's just a guess. I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm not a doctor, um, as you know. Um, so we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Stanley Mann, Macri, are you the most famous alumni of Regis High School? Uh, I think that is currently a tie between Dr. Fauci and uh, and Colin Jost. Um, I don't know. What, whatever you guys think. Um, Dirty Dancer, why is Alec Burks out if he's on the bench? Uh, Alec Burks is out because I'm, it hasn't been reported yet because you can't really report it because of, like, medical rights laws and whatnot. But I think we could be pretty sure that Alec Burks had COVID. Um, and he contracted this thing, and that's why he was out for as long as he was, and that's why he's still not back. If um, – if he's still out, I would assume he had COVID, and we just have to hope. Obviously, we haven't heard from him. We have to hope that it was not as bad of a case of COVID as Derrick Rose had, had because that obviously knocked him on his ass for a while. And uh, the Knicks need Alec Burks to be their best version of themselves. And uh, all this talk about what we're going to do in the playoffs, I think all that talk not goes out the window, but I still think Alec Burks helps this team. And I understand there's some overlap with, with Quickly and, and whatnot, um, you know, doing the ball handling in the second unit, but it is what it is. Uh, Basun 07, Macri. Uh, I think we're going to end it after this because my my producer, um, Andrew Claudio, is telling me that I have I've reached a sufficient length. Although I, 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 love, I, I love staying on here after wins. I just, I also like sleep and I do have to write an entire newsletter. Um, okay, Basun 07, Macri, who do you think would win a Nick Celtics series and how many games would it go? Uh, I think it would go seven games. I think it would go seven games. Who do I think would win? Oh, God. I have a lot of respect for Jason Tatum. I have a lot of respect for Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is really good. And Jalen Brown's really good. Kemba Walker used to be really good. Marcus Smart could do some shit. I think the Knicks would win that series. I think the Knicks would win that series. I think the Knicks would win that series in seven games. I think the Knicks have been the better team all year. I think the Knicks are the deeper team. I think the Knicks are the better better rotation top to bottom. Yeah, I think the Knicks win that series. <laughs> Andrew, Knicks in four. Stop it. Thank you, Andrew. Um, your lips to God's ears. That I mean, but again, I I I as I look, I'm you all know how excited I am and you all know how hopeful I am about what this team could accomplish this season. I just, you know, these are these are good teams out there. Um, you know, I, the Celtics have not had a good season. It doesn't mean they're a bad team. The Heat have not had a good season. Doesn't mean the Heat are a bad team. Um, the Hawks, I think, are what they are. Um, 
you know, and I, I think we would beat the Hawks. And uh, honestly, at this point, um, that's the, the better question for me is who would I rather face, the Heat or the Celtics? A few weeks ago, I would have said the Celtics. And now, now I don't know. Um, but we'll see. Uh, David Futternick, I don't know what you're giving 100s for, but 100 right back to you. Um, now what is Andrew saying? Andrew's feisty in the chat. I'm a very upset Mets fan who doesn't like fun right now. Oh. The, the Mets didn't do well tonight. I, I have not seen the, the final score. Um, Luca got two texts today. Did he? Uh, thank you, Jared, for informing me. If I'm not mistaken, he's only one or two away from a one-game suspension. Um, that's a shame for him. Um, Jonas Plout, my goodness. Were you considered funnier than Colin Jost at Regis? No, I was not considered uh, funnier than Colin Jost at Regis. Although, I will say this. Um, Colin Jost was not like the funniest guy in his class at Regis. He wasn't even close. Um, we had a lot of funny guys. There. Hey, we got Julius. All right. Julius Randall's here. Give a question. Raise your hand. I'll bring you into the room. Steph Bondi. Steph Bondi. Yeah. Hey, Steph. Hey, Julius. You seem to really take it up there in the third quarter. What nice jacket. Were you surprised? I mean, usually Look at this jacket. Team, you get swarmed. Can you see place, that? But it looks like they were sending single coverage at you sometimes. Were you surprised by that, too? That's nice. I gotta get me one of those. I really wasn't paying too much attention throughout the course of the game, regardless of what's going on. If I see bodies, I'm just trying to make the right play. So I guess they weren't saying about it. I don't know, honestly. But if that was the case, I am surprised. You know, we turned it over the second half. You know, make good plays. Defense hyped up. Nice drip. Asking him the MVP question. When we made the trade for Derek, I was really excited. We picked up Taj. You know, at the beginning of the season or whatever it was, I was really excited for that because I know what they bring to the game. I know what they would bring to our team. I'm not surprised by it at all. They're already great players, and putting them with you know a person like Tibbs, they're familiar with, comfortable with, is only going to help us. So I'm excited about what they bring to our team every night. Uh, not only were you dominating in the third quarter, it looked like you were having a lot of fun, smiling, <laughs> and all that. I mean, is that's unfortunate, Stanley man. That get you going. <laughs> uh, no, I always like playing Houston as well, but uh, it really had nothing to do with that. Uh, you know, a couple guys uh, on our team started talking, so uh, I love it. I love competition, and it was just fun, man. So uh, for me. Uh, I really didn't have anything about doing uh, being in Texas. Um, you know, it's first uh, game on a road trip. We got to get on to the right start. I uh, got a tough game versus uh, Memphis tomorrow, so I got to get ready for that. But uh, I had nothing to do with Texas. I don't think more. Ian Bagley. Julius, in the third, it seemed like um, William Wesley was, was pretty fired up when you were coming <laughs> uh, I mean, have you ever had an executive that – I mean, just he's just, beaming just like that when he's watching the games. That's all, awesome, man. We here, we here, extremely every day. So uh, we here. Cool. You know, he's Nick's film school uh, merchandise. Uh, out there, uh, <laughs> terrible as every day. So, uh, you know, it's amazing to have somebody like that from the front office uh, be that into and engage with what we're doing. Uh, makes it a lot more fun. Uh, it's a family atmosphere. So, um, 
I enjoy it every day personally. Culture, baby. Next question, Steph Bondi. So it's rare that you get to sit the fourth quarter and only have to play 30 minutes or whatever. Does that you think that's going to help you? You know, going into the second game of back to back. Uh, it was actually amazing. I enjoyed it. I don't know what Julius has in that bag that he just held up, but I'm curious. All right. Um, this was a lot of fun. Um, oh, I forgot Pablo. Shout out to Pablo Torre, uh, another Regis guy. Um, little Pablo Torre, as he will always be known to me, because he was a freshman when I was a, when I was a senior. Um, all right. That's it. Um, so uh, I will see everybody. Hopefully tomorrow night uh, after man, if they got another win, whoo boy, whew, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, but I will see everybody after that game. And uh, don't forget, um, invite them on the pot. Thank you, Andrew, for that reminder. Um, don't forget uh, again, check out uh, all the Knicks film school uh, merchandise. I have my, my hoodie hanging up here. Uh, Julius just said it. We here. I think that's what our, our shirt says. Uh, mine's still in the mail. It's not here yet. Um, uh, the link is probably somewhere below this uh, newsletter. Subscribe to the newsletter free edition tomorrow. Uh, check out the podcast. Um Slam the thumbs up for uh, your your boys. I forget anything. Say hi to Elsa and Anna, and uh, we will see you tomorrow night. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.